the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon, hot, sweltry summer afternoon, and happy summer, by the way. Uh, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, we continue to get good news out of the Supreme Court. And uh, let me let me just say this as a preface to reporting on this uh, latest Supreme Court decision. Uh, Donald Trump had many, many, many deficiencies as president. There is no doubt about it. Some serious character flaws, no doubt about it. An ego about as big as Alaska, which is bigger than Texas. Uh, At times he was terribly unkind to people and certainly did not comport himself as a uh, Christian gentleman or even a gentleman at all. There were many times like that. And uh, even the most ardent Trump supporter is foolish to ignore that or just sweep it under the carpet. We've got to be objective and we've got to be honest. If we look at his strengths, we've also got to be honest about his weaknesses, which were many. With that said... However, the decisions that he made on the courts of America, not just the Supreme Court, but federal courts all across America, will have a positive influence on the constitutionality of our republic 
for many, many years to come. His court appointments were wonderful because he did listen to the real conservative constitutional uh, constitutionalists around him when it came to court appointments. Again, not just, not just the Supreme Court. But since we're talking about the Supreme Court, uh, he had the opportunity to appoint three Supreme Court justices during his four-year term. Highly, highly, highly unusual. And I think I would go as far as to say, I think it was a God thing. Uh, I would have to look. But it would be very unusual for any president in one four-year term to appoint three Supreme Court justices. Extremely rare. Maybe it's happened before. I don't know. It'd be easy to look it up. But but very, very rare. And in spite of all of his other faults, my goodness, we should be thanking God. Now, are those Supreme Court justices that he appointed as conservative as many of us would like? Probably not. Uh, will they surprise us? On decisions, sure. But overall, my goodness, what a change in the Supreme Court. And think what kind of Supreme Court we would have today if Hillary Clinton were elected president. Think about that. Um. It would probably be the most liberal, left-wing, radical Supreme Court in American history. And throughout our our history, the court has gone to the right, gone to the left, gone to the right, gone to the left, gone to the middle. Uh, That has been the pattern, and, well, that's the way our founding fathers actually planned it. But under Hillary Clinton, the court would have gone farther left, more liberal, more progressive— more destructive than probably any Supreme Court in American history. And now we have one of the more conservative Supreme Courts in American history. Thank you, Donald Trump. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, well, first you thank God. And then you think Donald Trump, again, in spite of all of his faults and failures and idiosyncrasies, his enormous ego, his crudeness, he accomplished a great deal for the American people. All right, back to the Supreme Court, another Landmark decision. This is the case of Carson versus Macon. Uh, It's uh, all about the state of Maine. The state of Maine has a school choice program uh, somewhat similar to Ohio's educational choice, uh, where parents can take their tax dollars 
and take those tax dollars that would normally go to a public school, and they can take it with them to a private school, a non-public school, unless it is a religious school, especially a Christian school. Now, back in the 1980s, when this legislation was first passed, religious schools were fine. But just a few years ago, the liberal Maine legislature said, separation of church and state. And so they uh, withdrew any tax dollars from any religious school, particularly a Christian school. Well, one of the Christian schools in the state of Maine took it to court. It has been winding its way through the courts, as is the case, finally made it to the Supreme Court, and today, in a 6-3 to ruling, the Educational Choice Program in Maine was declared unconstitutional. Chief Justice John Roberts writes, There is nothing neutral about Maine's program. The state pays tuition for certain students at private schools, so long as the schools are not religious. That is discrimination against religion. A state's anti-establishment interest does not justify enactments that exclude some members of the community from an otherwise generally available public benefit because of their religious exercise. In other words, Chief Justice John Roberts and the others that voted with him understand the First Amendment. The whole separation of church and state was written to keep the state out of religion, not religion out of the state. Uh, This is a precedent-setting decision. Uh, It will definitely impact the state of Ohio. Uh, the uh, Many of you are familiar with the backpack legislation, the backpack bill here in the state of Ohio. Uh, Democrats have been crying, that's unconstitutional. Well, they can't say that anymore. The uh, Supreme Court has ruled that legislation like the backpack bill here in the state of Ohio is indeed constitutional. A good, good decision upholding religious freedom by the United States Supreme Court. Good, good decision. We've had a lot of them. Yet we have. We are winning some battles. All right. Quick break. We'll be back. Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Elections really do have uh, consequences, including um, city prosecutors, city attorneys, county prosecutors, um, 
Here's a headline from one of our local TV stations. Families question low bonds for suspects in violent crimes across Columbus. Um, If you watch the news at all, if you read any local news at all, you know that Columbus, Ohio, is in the middle of almost a tsunami of violence. Daily shootings, murders, killing, and so many of them, young people, young people. The girl that was shot at the community center was shot by a 15-year-old. Now, I am an advocate of the Second Amendment. I really am. But a 15-year-old juvenile delinquent should not have a gun. Absolutely not. Uh, And... The liberal left, we talk about this often, misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. When you're talking about the liberal progressive left, you have to talk about that. Misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. So we have the liberal left in absolute control of all of our city and county government here in central Ohio. And so what do they say about crime? Well, we can't be too tough. we got to be easy, particularly with young people, particularly teenagers. Uh, These kids are disadvantaged, and most of them are. Uh, These kids have had a rough childhood, and most of them have. And so the liberal says, we can't punish. We we, we just can't do that. We've... uh, So... Over and over and over and over again, these youth offenders who are hijacking cars, uh, breaking into people's homes, committing violent acts of aggression of one form or another, come before the prosecutor's office, and the prosecutor's office says, well, you know, if if we just treat you nice and say nice things to you, then you will do nice things as well. And so they are given extremely low bond, and they're out on the street the next morning. We've seen this over and over again with carjackings, armed carjackings, teenagers with guns, pulling somebody out of their car at a gas station, taking off with their car. Uh, They're arrested. They spend the night in jail. Next morning, they're out. So what does that communicate to the youth in Columbus? It's no big deal. If you get caught, they won't do anything. It's fun. It's exhilarating. Man, when you when you hijack a car, you talk about an adrenaline rush, and you spend a night in jail. No big deal. Hey, they feed you in the jail. And so people in the community are finally saying, wait a minute. Um, it's not working. What you're doing is not working. 
And parents are grieving over the loss of children. I mean, almost almost every night on our local news, parents are being interviewed about the loss of a child. And then uh, city leaders and activists gather together and say, we, we need more money. We need more money. Mayor Ginther, the mayor of Columbus, says, we're, we're going to spend as much as it takes. He actually said that. We're going to spend as much as it takes. Uh, Mayor Ginther, it's not more money that you need. Uh, Take a look at the most violent cities in America today, and sadly, Columbus, Ohio, is becoming one of them. Take a look at them and look at the political party that's in charge. In almost every single situation, the liberal, progressive left. Uh, Quickly, quickly, the uh, decision by the International Swimming Foundation, F-I-N-A, FINA, yesterday announced no more transgender females competing against biological females. Well, that is causing outrage. Why? It levels the playing field. Well, people like Megan Rapinoe, the uh, American soccer star, lesbian activist, LGBTQIA activist, is furious that uh, the uh, World Swimming Federation would ban transgender. I wonder how she would respond if a transgender female, or maybe two or three of them, were on the uh, opposing soccer team on the field. Yeah, biological males competing against biological females? I think maybe her story would change. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.